0: Test, test, okay, now, Yeah, so Pastor Aaron and Pastor Steve are not feeling well. Pastor Aaron was supposed to lead worship this morning, uh, but James stepped up. And yes, thank you, James, and, and took the other, other bunch of us to fill in just for Pastor Aaron because it takes like three guys to replace him because he's that good. Yeah, so um, some announcements. Uh, we have John Kui. He's going to give us an announcement to begin. Thank you, John. Would you give John a hand?
1: Thank you, Pastor Scott. <laughs> morning, everyone. Good morning. On Saturday, Saturday, November 19, that's at 9 AM, we will be having a workshop uh, both in Zoom and in person at the church office. Now, some of you may remember that we did a workshop Last year, uh, that's on uh, being a good steward of what God has blessed you with, and we featured Dave Ramsey's um, materials. And this time, we will be featuring Bringing Meaning to Your Work by Dave Ramsey, and secondly, we'll be doing Navigating Through Medicare. And some of you may know that uh, there are changes affecting Medicare, and it can be confusing, so if you are fortunate enough to be Medicare eligible, or if you know someone who is fortunate enough to be Medicare eligible, then this this event would be good for you. So I have a sign-up sheet in the back, and if you have questions, there's some flyers in the back, Pastor Dennis has those. The, just call me or text me. Thank you. Thank you, John.
0: Some other announcements. Okay, Saturday we got men's ministry, right? Right here. Five thirty. Can't forget that, get all your money in there. Five thirty, right, men? Yeah, you ready? You excited? Because we had like a couple weeks off, Yes, yeah? So you hungry for the word. So 530, right after that, the women will be meeting. So that's just this, this Saturday, okay? So this is November, so we got Thanksgiving coming up, right? And like they said, we, we're one, one Thursday a year, we get to be thankful. But as a body of Christ, we are thankful every day. So this is what we want to do. We wanna. I'm getting invitations made. We're going to have them next week so you can take them to your friends. And we're going to invite them here on the 20th, right? And I'm going to ask you to help me cook, because I need help cooking, right? So, and we're going to put on a luncheon, and we're going to invite all of our friends, especially our unchurched friends, to come and join us for church service with a luncheon following. So uh, I will have a sign-up sheet to see who can bring what. And if you need me to buy you a ham so you can cook it, I will do that. If you need me to buy you one turkey, two turkeys so you can cook it, I will do that. If you need me to buy you a whole hog, I will do that so that you can cook it. All right, sounds good? you need (gasps) me to buy you a bag of rice, a bag of potatoes, you got it. You just let me know what you need. Prime rib. Prime Prime rib. (laughs) No, we're saving the prime rib for men's ministry. Yes. yeah so yeah usually cr- christmas and thanksgiving we do oxtail soup and prime rib just to thank the men so i maybe if we get extras you guys can join us but we'll see so that's coming up um tithes and offerings thank you shelby uh you can give impression in, in the Acrylic box. Pretty soon, I think we can pass the buckets again. Yeah, remember, it's, it's so much fun passing the buckets with the ushers. Yeah, or you can text N-H-H-I to 808 and just follow the prompts. And then you can also designate your offerings over there. Or you can go com, take you to our web- website, which will link you up with the same thing as if you text. Or you can mail it right, to the church address. HGR 2-Box-6617-KL-Hawaii-96749. All right. So um, everybody got your communion cups? Anybody didn't get one? Don't put it in your mic because you're going to sit on it. <laughs> don't sit on it. Elaine, don't put one on the chair when he stands up. Yeah, so grab your communion cups. We're going to do that at the end of service. Uh, let's pray over the tithes and offerings. Lord, thank you so much. And we pray for... um healing upon Pastor Aaron and Pastor Steve, that, that you would heal um, Pastor Aaron, his lungs, his cough, and his wife, and that you would heal um, Pastor Steve's um, knee that is, is, is in pain. And we ask that you would take care of them, that you would heal them, and that you would bring them back quickly um, to this fellowship. So we thank you for what they do, and we thank you for this service. We thank you for the tithes and offerings, the gift, the giver. And we pray that we would steward your gifts well and that we would use them to expand your kingdom. We thank you and we love you and we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, can you believe it's November? Yep, gobble, gobble. And you know what? Um, Thankful my wife, she put up the Christmas tree yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, we put up the Christmas tree before Thanksgiving, but that's okay because it just brightens the house. And I think she did it so my granddaughter would come over more often and pull things off, but November, you know, what do you guys do to prepare for the holidays? How many of you clean your house? Yeah? Oh, Walt pointing to his wife, his wife. How many of you clean the garage then? How many of you cut the grass? Yeah, I need to. Mine hasn't been cut in like two months, and it's taller than me. Not saying much, but it is. Um, yeah, we, how many of you, um, you know, we all do different things. Yeah? You know, you think about, okay, I got to get my baking stuff out because I got a bunch of stuff to bake. Right? I know Fred, he makes the most yeah. wonderful pies. And yeah. Edine, yeah, so you guys, you know, you guys do so many things. And this time of year, for some of us, can be such a wonderful season. I like the coolness of the morning. I like when I get up and my truck is covered with frost and I can't see out the windows. I, I, and I love it being cooler. Some of you, some of you like to go shopping. How many of you like to go shopping? Well, I see people pointing to other people. Yeah. Uh, how many of you like to bake then? Yeah, Looking out. I expect some good baked goods then for Thanksgiving. But, you know, and it's great. But for some people, it can be a lonely time. For people who are single, maybe someone... Um, lost their loved one, Uh, and it can be, you know, just a very sad and lonely time. You know, in November, we get two holidays, Veterans Day, which is coming up on Friday, and Thanksgiving, and we get to thank God for all the blessings in our lives. So, we do a lot of things to prepare in different ways. Um, How many of you put up Christmas lights? One. Just 1 three, 2 3 All year round you leave them out. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you started shopping on Amazon for your Christmas gifts? 1 2 Yeah. All right. So, we we all have our things that we do to prepare for the holidays, because we, you know, maybe we get guests coming. For the smart people, they go over to somebody else's house and let them clean up and let them cook. Yes, no more leftovers. Sorry. You are out of luck. So what about, what about spiritually? Have you ever thought, how do we prepare for this last two months spiritually? You know, and I thought about a couple things, you know. And I thought about um, being selfless, number one. You know, because I think we're born kind of like with a selfish nature. I think everybody has some of that in them. But we need to be selfless. In Philippians 2, 3, it says, Do nothing or do no thing, nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. But... With humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. And when you think about this, regard someone or one another as more important than yourself. You know, you can apply this in all areas of your life. And for me, I need to apply this when I'm driving (laughs) and people want to cut in front of me. Yeah, how many of you like, oh, you know, wait in line? They go to the last minute, they dive in front of you. You gotta slam your brakes, and then something bad comes out of your mouth, right? Right? Is it only me or is it all, all of you? Yeah. So, the 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 regarding one another as more important than yourself, hey just slow down, leave space, because they're going to do it anyway, right? They're going to cut you off anyway, regardless if you like it or not. So just slow down. Let them go. Because that's what the scripture says. See, when we are selfish, we can ruin our family, we can ruin our church, but humility can build in. And being humble involves having the right true perspective of ourselves. You know, entering into this season, most of us have plans for gatherings, the perfect Thanksgiving meal, shopping, maybe traveling. Nothing wrong with all of these things, but if we can look deeper, and if we can connect shopping to a soul. Maybe you wanna go shopping, and you know a friend who's lonely, who's all by themselves, maybe you can call them up, hey, you want to go shopping with me? I know it's hard because you want to shop where you want to shop. You want to leave when you want to leave. You want to go when you want to go and not have to wait for somebody who's looking through every single rack of clothing or picking up every single piece of fishing supplies. You know, sometimes if you ever gone fishing by yourself, such freedom. Because if the fish is not biting, you just pack up and move like that. But if you're fishing with James, he's going to stay there for three hours, (laughs) even if the fish isn't biting because he knows there's something out there. And I ain't that patient. (laughs) But if you can think about it, who can I take fishing with me this season who's down and out, or who didn't go fishing for over a year? (laughs) Or you know, go shopping with somebody who lost their loved one or who's a single person. You know, if you can connect things to a soul, somebody who's lonely, maybe you need to um, invite them over for Thanksgiving dinner. You know, a few months ago when Mike spoke about the gift everyone can give, and that was encouragement, I thought that was so wonderful, so simple, yet so powerful, because... Man, for that week after, we were all encouraging one another. And I hope it stuck, because we can always give people encouragement. It doesn't cost us a thing. This is what I want us to do. Can we actually, as a church, as a body of Christ, can you and I, can we go out of our way To look for people who need love, who need hope, who need encouragement, who need fellowship. Who do you know lost a loved one? Who do you know that they don't have money to go home? Maybe they're from Maine or North Carolina or, you know, Virginia or someplace far away that they cannot go home. They're not with their family. Maybe you can say, hey, you want to join me and my family for Thanksgiving? We need to get creative. And if you have any creative ideas, you let me know. But the best thing I could think of was hey, let's do a Thanksgiving luncheon. Because that way I get to involve all of you. Not in just the cooking, but the eating, right? The best part. How many of you love to eat? Yeah. If so you're not raising your hand, you're lying. Yes, you covered yeah so we already wrote some thank you cards for the veterans for friday we're gonna have them delivered to the veterans center because we're thinking of others as more important than ourselves and these veterans are stuck in a home and they they don't get to go out so uh, i think on during the seasons the christmas the easter we, we send them cards that our youth has been doing that. So if you want to do one, by all means, do it and get it to me as soon as possible so that we can get into them. You know, when I, was, when I was a young kid, even kind of now, sometimes, I thought the world revolved around me, you know, like everything, me, 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 I, 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 me, myself, and I what I want to do, what I want to eat, where I want to go, what I want to buy. And then when I found Christ, um, you know, things just changed in my heart, changed in my life. And it's been a huge blessing. You know, I think um, the fish are definitely happy and more because I fish less. I fish for people now, which is more fun, has an eternal value. And... i come to realize that serving a church family is more important so when they needed someone to sing i just said well okay i guess this is my one big chance yeah? Yeah. either i do it or i blow it maybe i blew it when i opened my mouth and i sang who knows because i couldn't hear myself thank god cuz yeah so i think serving you and my church family is, is so, so much more fun, so much fulfillment. Uh, doing, doing Halloween over here, passing out candy, and making the kids say, trunk or treat, and then you took candy in their little container. Uh, and having like 50 kids in this small area jumping on, on you know soft playing equipment, that was kind of fun. I felt for the lady who owned it, she was in there, Watching all the kids run around, it's like, oh my gosh, she's stressing out. And then they had a little bouncing castle. And I wanted to get one of our big guys to jump in. I figured the, guys, the kids would all fly out, so better not. <clears throat> that, would have, that would have been funny, but that would have been so wrong. I Forgive me for my thinking. But, you know, if you read the Bible, and the Bible is full of what we call the one another's. You know, love one another, pray for one another, honor one another, greet one another, fellowship with one another, be kind to one another, and you know what? I think, I think, if they had cars back then, let somebody cut in front of one another. Yeah, slow down for one. Another. I think they would have put those things in, but maybe you had to just slow down on your camel so the other camel can go in front of you. Who knows? But if you, if you look at, there's so much of these one another's. If you look them up, and I tell you, there's, there's just so many things. And so here's the thing we need to do is we need to be more Christ-like. You and I, be more like Christ. So if you're not going to know how to be Christ-like if you don't read the Bible. Amen. Yeah? So when you read the Bible... There's so many, especially if you read the book of James. James is a book that really tells you how to live as a Christian. And when you read that, wow, you can understand what being Christ-like is. In Philippians 2, it says, Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who... Although he existed in the form of God, he did not record, regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. He died so that we can live. Sometimes we die so that others can live. When I get to go shopping with my wife and follow her with holding bags, oh, that's death, man. (laughs) I love my wife, so I will do it. But it drains me, but I will do it, because it makes her happy. Dying to yourself, being Christ-like. Sometimes when I, when I do things, I think to myself, am I doing this for me, or am I doing this for someone else? Am I coming early to make fried rice for, for me, saying that I did this, or am I coming here to do that, to serve you? Because, man, we can do things for different reasons, different motives. We can come up here and preach, say, oh, yeah, I'm it. Or we can come up here and say, Lord, I'm humbled and use me to speak your word. You know, this this time, these are really dark, tough times. And I really, really believe that people out there are searching, searching for something good, something that will bring them hope, something to open their eyes to say, wow, there is something better than this life and this world. Because if you just look at what's going on in this world, it can be pretty gloomy and miserable. But if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and the joy that you have comes from your relationship with God, then you will have peace. If we can let people know that there is a God who loves them and that Jesus Christ died for them so that they can have eternal life and they can have a relationship with him and they can communicate directly to him that you don't need a priest or a pastor. You can talk directly to God through prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Our last point. I mean, this is a season for reconciliation. You know, reconciliation is important. And I think there is no better time than the present to mend relationships. We are called to build bridges, not blow them up. If you have people in your life, if you know people who need to be reconciled with someone, maybe you just need to go and do it. Talk to the two parties. See if we can build a bridge. And it's a difficult thing. And I know when I said that you thought of somebody, or you thought of somebody who you need to be reconciled with. And this is not an easy task. It will take prayers, humility, and, you know, we are here to, to help walk you through it, to pray with you, for you. And if you need me to go with you, then so be it. We'll do that. Jesus, he died on the cross so that you and I can be reconciled to God. In 2 Corinthians 5:18 For if when we were God's enemies we were reconciled to him through the death of his son how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life Not only is this so but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now been received reconciliation Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave, gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Gave us. You and I get to help people be reconciled to God and to others. I think if you can get them reconciled to God first, then the reconciliation to others will come a lot easier because when they know that God had forgiven them and that they need to forgive others, it might be easier. So we need to do these things, you know, for our, our preparation spiritually for the holidays. Man, we got to be selfless. we got to consider others as more important than yourselves. That means husbands, sometimes you might have to take your wife shopping because there is no parking. You might have to drop them off and go to Home Depot for a little while or others. <laughs> and then when they're ready, they're going to call you. Can you pick me up? I'm ready. Right? You might have to do certain things. Oh, well then, great. (laughs) Man, we got to be more Christ-like. We, I think being Christ-like is shining this bright light to the cross, to what Jesus did for us, showing them the way to eternal life, to salvation, to abundant life, to have hope and just the the reconciliation. I think we get to do all these things this holiday season. Because this is a great season to invite people, because they are more willing. And I think, I really think, they are just waiting for an invitation. And I like what Rick Warren always says just tell them come and see come and see what just come and see come and see, come and taste, come and smell really yes, just come and see see. gets you kind of like what am I missing so we get to do that, amen okay, so we're going to take communion now and because because um, people are sick I get to do communion. Everybody got the communion cups? Yes. I like I I you know, I always told you that um taking communion is um Jesus did that so that we would remember him. And you know, like when there's when there's thunder and lightning, I always go outside and I look up and I smile because that's God taking a picture with the flash. So I was like this, waiting for the flash. And I think that's how God, like, he remembers me. But, you know, um, he did this because we, we tend to forget. And in the night that, that, that he was at the Last Supper, he said, in 1 Corinthians uh, 11, 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. So if you, you know, you got to be careful when you open this. you got to pull the top layer off because I often pull both of them off and I get the juice and my bread is stuck. So, you know, if you have your bread, this is what he did. Got your bread break it in half because he said this is my body which was broken for you you know do this in remembrance of me so you may take the broken bread then he took the cup after supper this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So when we drink, we know that Jesus shed his blood on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. So you may take up the cup. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up as I pray. Lord, thank you so much that you know, we get to do communion. And it's a good thing to remember how you were broken and how you bled so that we were forgiven, so that we can have life. We can be reconciled to you. Thank you for, for allowing us to do this, for teaching us to do this, so that we will not forget that your body was broken and your blood was shed for us because you love us that much. So as we have taken communion, let us never, ever forget the price you paid so that you could have a relationship with us. We are grateful, and we are thankful, not just this month, but always. And we pray this in Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, would you stand and join us as we sing? Glory, glory. Glory, glory. I'm gonna turn off my mic and I'll sing from this side.